Bonjour. Welcome to the Emily in Paris Fans Podcast. I created this podcast for fans just like you who love Emily in Paris and are super excited to binge out on the new season of Emily in Paris on Netflix. Let's watch the new season together and talk about fashion, love, relationships, and life in Paris. I'm Dimple Dang. I'm your host. I'm a marketing expert, podcast coach, and podcaster. Stay party. All right, you guys. So episode two opens up with Emily. She's waking up on the train as if she's sleeping beauty. And then she's asking about her bag. Yes, that bag. The one that she describes as the big tacky bag that has a huge face on it of Mr. Pierre. So I had to laugh when I saw her describe that because it was just so funny. And then Cammy's asking her, well, what happened to Matthew? So then Cammie happened to call Emily, and she's asking what happened to Matthew. Why is Matthew not in Saint-Tropez? And then she decides, well, Emily, if you have a hotel room and you're going to be there, well, you know what? You stay right there, girlfriend. I'm going to come and meet you, and we're going to have a girl's trip. And the last thing that Emily really wants is to be stuck in a hotel room with Cammie after she slept with her boyfriend, But she doesn't get to say no because no matter what, Kami is determined that she's coming there, whether Emily likes it or not, and she's being a little bit pushy about it. So Emily, you've got no choice, girlfriend. So then Emily calls Mindy and she convinces her to come there because obviously she doesn't want to be alone with Kami and she doesn't want to accidentally blurt out that she slept with her boyfriend, Gabriel. Mindy's not really in the mood to get out of bed and go there, but, you know, she could be convinced. So Emily convinced her, and she did say yes. And then Emily meets Monsieur Dupree in the lobby, and he's quite the character. He's got on this faux fur coat that's, like, white with some lime, and it's pretty fabulous. Oh, and let's not forget about that hat, the ridiculous hat with the flowers on it. It is a bit too much, but then again, we're in Paris and nothing in Paris is too much because it is the capital of fashion. So Monsieur Dupree convinces Emily that he wants to do an impromptu photo shoot and that he's going to tag Pierre because he claims that they both worked in the fashion industry and they've known each other for decades. And I think he's trying to give off the impression as if like they're buddy-buddy and they're tight, but in reality, they're really not. So Emily, you have to stop being so trusting of everyone because it usually gets you into trouble. And that's what I remember from the first season of Emily in Paris, that whenever you trusted people a little bit too much, it did get you into a little bit of a predicament. So note to self. So in the next scene... Julian calls Emily and he's freaking out and he's asking her why she's reposting that post on Instagram and Julian discloses that Monsieur Dupree is actually Pierre's nemesis. Oh, Emily, now look what you did. And then Emily says that she's going to take it down. But Julian says, no, you don't do that because in France, we don't work on weekends. It's illegal to work on weekends in France. I didn't know that. Did you guys know that? 
Well, all I can say is it would be pretty cool if it was the same way in the U.S. Because in U.S., people have no boundaries and they will contact you 11 o'clock at night, 5 a.m. in the morning and on weekends. And in the U.S., people do work on the weekends. All right. But it's interesting how like in different cultures, like the rules are so different and there's different laws and different customs. And in, in France, it's definitely... A lot of things are very different. Even in Canada, a lot of things are very different. So I think it's interesting to really see how, you know, society really lives and how different cultures, you know, work and what their laws are and what their rules are and what they're dictated by because it's quite different from one country to the next. And I think it's an interesting study. So as you're watching Emily in Paris, I think it's a good idea to kind of note these things and say, oh, how does that compare to other countries? And then guess who calls Emily? It is a mad scientist, aka Luke. And he calls Emily and he's questioning her and he says, why are you working on the weekend? Why are you trying to work on the weekend? It's against the law and you should be partying in Saint-Tropez because that's what people do. But of course, you have to understand, Emily's not like the normal person. She's quite different, right? So Luke, She's not going to like really follow the rules. She's going to do what she wants because she is a little bit stubborn and she's convinced at this point that she's going to go to the venue and she wants to check out Champagne and that's what she's going to do. So Emily goes to the restaurant and she's asking for the waiter and the waiter's a little baffled because he's not understanding what it is that Emily wants with this Champagne thing. And then Mr. Laurent, who seems to be like the owner and the manager running the place, and he comes over and he's asking Emily, well, who sent you here? Because, you know, Emily shared that. And then he's asking Emily who sent her here after she named the PR firm that she works for. So I think deep down inside, he's kind of wondering if Sylvie sent her or what's going on, because you will later discover on this episode that he is actually married to Sylvie even though they're technically kind of separated, but they're still married. So then the waiter brings over the bottle of Champagne and he's about to open it. And Emily says, no, you're supposed to spray it, not drink it. Okay, that was funny. And so that solves the big mystery for Mr. Laurent because he's like, oh, no wonder it tastes so bad. And now I get why. So that's interesting because he didn't really know that. And Sylvie, you should have told him. But I guess Sylvie's just like having a laugh with it herself. And of course, Emily has to be extra, you guys, because that's what she does. And, you know, if she's extra, then you're probably basic. LOL. So that's actually a side joke from a TikTok, the videos that have been going around. And it's been like one of their concepts there of, you know, content where it's been going around and they've been saying, oh, if I'm extra, then you're basic. So I'm sure some of you guys who are um, active on TikTok have seen this and know what I'm talking about, but I thought that was interesting. So then Emily motions the restaurant staff over to her, and it's interesting because they're at her beck and call, and she has them filming her Instagram stories. Yeah, it would be nice like if we could just have someone that would follow us around all the time that could film us and help us with our Instagram stories. That would be nice. So Emily, you're quite good at this. And you know what? They didn't mind helping you at all. And even Mr. Laurent, he seems quite amused at her shenanigans because she has the waiters spray the champagne all over her. 
And on top of it, she looks like she's having an amazing time. And there you go. So she's got that cute charm. And she has that in Paris, they call it, je ne sais quoi. And she just kind of captivates and mesmerizes people. And she's got that cute, innocent personality that is charming. And she just draws people in. And I think that's one of the things that's gone in her favor in terms of business and probably the men department too. So then Mindy and Kami arrive to the hotel and when they get to the front desk, the front desk sees Mindy's last name and recognizes that Mindy's father was there two weeks ago. And so the front desk lady tells Mindy and Mindy tries not to act surprised because in reality, she has not talked to her father in a long, long time, but she's trying to act like she has. And she's trying to act like she knows that he was there. But in reality, what's happening is she's kind of disowning herself from her family and she wants to make it on her own. And it's a bit of a long story, so we'll probably get into that in one of the later episodes. But she's just trying to make it herself and she comes from a wealthy family. And we'll talk about that later. So in the next scene, all the girls are at the pool and Kami walks away for a little bit. And Mindy is talking to Emily and she's sharing with her that Kami keeps checking out her Instagram all the time to see who's looking at her stories. And obviously she's looking to see if Gabriel has been checking out her stories to see what she's been up to. But yet she's also sharing that on the same token, she's also talking about other hot men. So Mindy tells Emily that Kami probably came on this trip because she wants to get laid on this trip. And Emily's like, oh no, oh no, no, no. We can't have that happen because of course not. Her whole plan ever since she slept with Kami's boyfriend, Gabriel, is that she wants to try to get them back together. And that's the plan that she's sticking to. And we'll see what happens. And then Kami says that the only way to get a man out of your system is to have sex with another one. So yes, Mindy, you were right. Mindy was right that Kami is on this agenda to get laid literally on this trip. So in the next scene, we see Mr. Pierre. And of course, he's angry and those eyebrows are really high as they can be. And you've got that frown that you're seeing and he looks a little scary but he's pretty upset about that whole fiasco with his competitor and the post on social media. And so Julian goes to see him and Julian apologizes for the mistake. And Pierre says, mistake, angrily. And then he says, this is a calculated attack. So that didn't go too well. And poor Julian. Julian's have to clean up the mess that Emily kind of created. But Emily's off vacationing in Saint-Tropez right now with the girls. So in the next scene, Kami takes the girls to a party at this beautiful mansion where the host of the party, she seems to know him, and he introduces her to this young, handsome, sexy guy. And now Kami has her eye on this guy because she's really ready to try to forget about Gabriel. Gabriel has not really reached out to her, and she does have self-respect, and she's got some pride, so she's like, I'm not going to reach out to him either. And then, of course, Emily's like, Rohan, can you snap a photo of us? And you have to wonder if she really wanted a photo at that exact moment. I mean, could she have waited? Or was she doing this intentionally because 
Kami and Rohan were flirting with each other and she's trying to break it up before it goes all the way to the bedroom. What do you guys think? I think that she didn't really need the photo at that exact moment. Although maybe she did, you know, because she does take a lot of photos for Instagram. But I think that it was really because she's trying to break up this connection before it goes further. And by the way, how fabulous does Emily look in the sequin dress that is showing off her cute figure? Like she is the cutest in all of her outfits and the fashion in season two of Emily in Paris is off the hook. Amazing. Like I said before, I'm absolutely loving it. So then as Rohan is snapping the photo for Instagram, guess who's calling? It's Gabriel. And then Rohan says, oh, someone's calling. It says Gabriel. And Emily's like, oh, just decline the call. Well, Gabriel's not going to give up that easily, Emily. You know, he knows he wants you and he's going to go after you. So Gabriel's a little persistent. And it's also because, Emily, you keep ignoring him. And of course, he's going to call again. And then Rohan says, Emily, I think he really wants you. And she's like, no, he doesn't. And that's an interesting moment right there because, yeah, he really does want you, Emily, and you can pretend all you want, but you know that you want him too. And there you go. And that's going to be that way. You can pretend all you want, but the truth is going to come out sooner or later. By the way, when they were by the pool, Camille's dress, the black dress with the cutouts on the sides and the buttons. It's very Versace looking, I would say. So she really looked good in that dress. And then the saxophone guy, I have to say, he was pretty amazing. And then all of a sudden, Emily turns around and she sees Kami kissing Rohan. And OMG, of course, she's going to have to interrupt them before it can go too far. And that's exactly what she does. And she's trying to drag everyone out of there so they can leave. But Kami's like, hey, Rohan, will you meet us like at the next spot? And he's like, sure. And then Emily proceeds to question Kami and says, what's going on with you and that guy? And Kami says, I don't know yet, but he's really hot. And then Emily says, I don't want you to do anything you're going to regret, Kami. Emily, don't you mean that you're actually talking about yourself right now? You don't want to do something that you're already going to regret or let's just actually say regretted like sleeping with her boyfriend, Gabriel. Pretty ironic. So there's the irony in that scene. So by the way, Emily did end up getting a table after all at the St. Laurent party. So Emily did end up getting a table after all at the Laurent restaurant party because, you know, she doesn't give up. And even though they were booked, she finds a way to get things done. And that you have to love about her, that she's persistent and she is a go-getter. And that's why she does well in business. So Emily sees Laurent at the bar and she goes there because she's a little ticked off at this point. And she's like, why aren't there any bottles of champagne? It would really be nice to see some bottles of champagne like I promised her. And then the woman that he's with is actually Sylvie. Surprise, surprise, Emily. And so Emily is completely shocked and she's wondering, what is Sylvie doing here and what is she doing here with Mr. Laurent? Well, they are actually married to each other. So then on the beach, Emily's talking to Sylvie and she says, you don't have to flirt with that dirt bag to save my ass. 
and Sylvie discloses to her that that dirt bag is actually her husband. Oops, Emily. Oopsie doopsie. And then Emily's shocked that Sylvie's married because she had no clue, but Sylvie has a right to keep her business her business and she doesn't need to share it with Emily and that's quite okay. And by the way, you do have to love Sylvie in season two of Emily in Paris. So what do you guys think? Are you liking Sylvie better in season two than season one? Because I am. And I think she's pretty much a badass and she's got this like killer body. She does what she wants when she wants. She answers to no one, and basically she is the boss, and she can also party it up on the dance floor. I'd say she's pretty cool. All right, you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this, and things are really heating up in episode three, so make sure you guys go and listen to that episode next because you are going to get some laughs out of it, and Emily in Paris is heating up in season two. Talk to you guys later. And if you have not had a chance to share my podcast with some of your friends who love Emily in Paris, make sure you tell them about it. Maybe have a little party and have some wine and binge out and have this playing in the background while you're having a little get together. But have a great time, you guys, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the season. Thank you for listening to the Emily in Paris Fans Podcast. You can go to my podcast website, www.emilyinparisfanspodcast.com to listen to all of the episodes. If you're enjoying my podcast, please leave a positive review on Apple Podcast. I would be truly grateful and promise to release more content for you. If you have a friend who loves Emily in Paris, make sure you share my podcast with them. Also, go subscribe on Apple Podcast, and you'll be the first to know when new episodes release. And if I've inspired you to launch your own podcast, check out the show notes to learn about my Launch Your Podcast Masterclass. Follow me on social media. My handles are in the show notes. And if you would like to support the production of this podcast, feel free to use the donate button on the website or the link on the show notes. Jute Prashiv.